Let's talk about maintenance and incurrence covenants today on Investment Banking Insights. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show absolutely dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host, current first year MBA here at Cornell, just trying to drop that knowledge and help you out. So let's go ahead and talk about covenants today. Now, remember when we talked about the various types of debt financing for a company last week? We discuss these things called covenants. Let's dig into that just a little bit more for a couple of minutes. A covenant literally means a contract or a promise. And these are written up as part of the debt agreements when businesses borrow money. So you can see how they're very applicable to LBOs. Now, there are a few different types of covenants. There's maintenance covenants and incurrence covenants. Let's just really quickly Talk about a few examples of each. So first of all, you have maintenance covenants. These relate to the fact that the company must maintain a certain financial profile of above or below a given threshold, and this is usually expressed as some kind of a ratio. So here's a couple of examples. You might have the total debt of the business divided by the EBITDA cannot exceed a certain number. So that's just a basic leverage ratio. And that kind of makes sense because from the lender perspective, if the company has too much debt relative to their EBITDA, they're not going to be able to pay off their debt and there's a risk of default, right? So that's why that kind of covenant might be in place. You might also see something like EBITDA divided by interest expense cannot be below a certain threshold. To me, this is kind of like Another take on the first example that I just gave, because your interest expense is literally what's getting paid to the debt holders, right? That's what the banks probably care about the most, is making sure that they're getting their cut of the cash flows. So if your EBITDA is too low relative to your interest expenses, then that's really bad. That means you might not be able to actually pay them. So that's another example for you. A third example for maintenance covenants is in the numerator of the ratio, you have total cash payable debt plus capitalized leases. And then in the denominator, you have something called EBITDAR. And that ratio cannot exceed some number. Now, let me explain a little bit more about this. So total cash payable debt, that makes sense. That's like the actual debt that you have plus your capitalized leases. Remember that leases technically are not debt, but when you capitalize them, they show up on the balance sheet of the company. So they're kind of like debt in a way because they're an obligation. They're an obligation. You signed up for this lease. You have to pay it. So that has a very real impact on a company's cash flow. So that's why you're adding up capitalized leases with cash payable debt here for the numerator. And then the denominator, EBITDAR, this stands for of course, it's just a variation of EBITDA, right? Earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, and rent or restructuring costs. So think about things like hotels or restaurants or casino businesses that have 
unique rent costs or some kind of unique arrangements, that's when you might use EBITDAR. And also with these types of businesses, you might see capitalized leases. So hence, that's why that's in the, the numerator. So that's another example. And then lastly, for maintenance covenants, you might see something like EBITDA minus CapEx in the numerator divided by your interest expense. And that threshold cannot be below some number because if that is below some number, then your overall cash flow, I mean, we're just accounting for a CapEx, right? By subtracting that to be a little bit closer to free cash flow to kind of indicate that, yes, the company can pay its, its bills to its debtors. Okay, so that's maintenance covenants. And then incurrence covenants, here's a couple of examples. I mean, incurrence covenants, basically it just means the company cannot do some financial action. And this is usually above a certain dollar amount. So for example, a company can't take on more than X number of dollars of debt. Or the company can't make acquisitions above X number of dollars. And then here's a few more examples. The company can't spend more than a certain amount of money on capital expenditures in a given year. Or a company must use the proceeds from the sale of an asset in order to pay down their debt. So these are all different provisions that are used to help protect the company's financial health and in turn protect whoever is lending the company money. Uh, and so these are just some, some notes that that can help enforce that. Okay, that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. I hope you're having an incredible, incredible, incredible day as we roll into the weekend here. Uh, some of you are traveling, getting ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. Safe travels to y'all. I know I'll be traveling myself, so take care and I'll see you next time.